0: This is Sky, and this is Reyna, and, and we're cousins. cousins. We created this platform to share our stories, to revisit memories and hopefully by unpacking them, we will leave each situation more empowered, more excited,
1: more confident, more brave, more passionate, more healed. So our hope is that while we're healing and unpacking
0: our own baggage, you're inspired to do the same. This is Unpack and Bounce Back. Let's dive in. Your world, I'm just living in it, baby girl. <laughs> Welcome back to another episode of Unpack and Bounce Back. I'm Raina. And I'm Skye. And today's episode is all about divine timing. <sighs> Lately, I find myself saying, oh, that's divine. Or, damn, this happened in divine timing. So when I saw it, I was like, this feels good. Divine
1: timing. Yeah. Now, listen, Raina has had me locked in the studio for <laughs> 6,000 days now to accomplish this. And so she said, listen, girl, because I have the bladder of a two-year-old. She was like, I'm going to just write out these questions, and we're just going to do one more episode. Like, just hang in with me. Hang in there. Hang in there. We're going to do divine timing. So I told her. You are my mother, and you will guide the conversation. <laughs> I am your student, you are the teacher. So this is gonna be a conversation mostly guided by her. You know, we are gonna toss the ball back and forth like we always do, but uh for the most part, Raina is gonna guide the this <laughs> you know, the discussion. So that's where we at right now. Okay. Divine time, and I'm ready for you, mommy. I don't even know what the questions are either, so this is gonna be interesting.
0: <laughs> okay, so the first one is the obvious. What is divine timing? To me, because
1: I am not um, (laughs) (laughs) Merriam-Webster, I would just say, whenever I say, oh, this is so divine, is when something just feels like it couldn't have come at a more perfect time, I tend to say it when I thought something would have happened earlier and when it happened later, it was even better.
0: Oh, I like that. Yeah, so say
1: I wanted to buy a shirt, Mm -hmm. right? Okay, and it's $50. Mm -hmm. Three months later, I see the same shirt in a different store and it's $12 and I'm like, Oh, this is so divine. I wanted this shirt so bad, and it's only,
0: I don't know, that was a shit description, but. Yeah, but it's sometimes it, it happens. Sometimes yeah. you go to Target and you want some workout gear, and you're like, damn, $30 for a sports bra? I don't know. And then the and next yeah. time you pull up, 30% off, and you're yeah. like, oh, perfect. Yeah. Or I'll be like, oh, I really needed to order some leggings. And then mm-hmm. you'll
1: just message me, like, I ordered these amazing leggings from Amazon. It's three for this for only 25. And mm-hmm. I go, girl, this this is so fucking divine. I needed these, which these are all very simple things, but I think we've learned how to see the divine in small situations, which is great. We don't wait for these humongous moments Mm -hmm. to be divine just because I booked a movie with Denzel, it's divine. I think even the small moments, you
0: can go, oh my gosh, this is so divine. I needed this right in this very moment and it landed in my lap. When I think of divine timing, I just think of everything aligning in the perfect moment. And flowing easily. And flowing very easily. Like even when we have little functions at your dad's house, like when the energy is just no one could no one in the room could have been replaced and no one could have been added, if that yeah. makes sense. We the always the sun is setting and we look around and it's the perfect group of people. In everyone's our life. having a great time. Nobody's yeah. moping in the corner. I'm like, oh, this is divine. Like yeah. we picked the perfect group to come out. Yeah. 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 I agree. Can you describe a specific time that felt divine? For sure. Uh
1: I guess the first thing I think of is when I booked the show that I feel like changed my life, and I was— You know, fresh out of my breakup, staying at my mom's house. My debt was through the roof. There it is. Like, it was... Man, mommy was rolling with negative a lot of dollars. Like, I had, like, a five-figure negative, you know, savings. uh, So, like, anti-savings. And uh, I... You know, grew up loving sketch comedy, but of course when I grew up, I was too young for In Living Color and there was only SNL. And I knew I didn't want to live in New York or do live shows. I wanted to do sketch, but there was no other sketch shows. So when the show came out, I didn't make it on the first season because she already had the cast. And then I remember being so bummed out and just sad like on my mom's couch and my team being like, we have an audition for you. And me being like, okay, okay, uh, what is it? What is it? And when I did the audition and then I booked the show, they gave me the news. They were going to wait until January of the following year, but they gave it to me eight days before Christmas. And I remember just being like, I had no idea how I was going to pay my bills into the new year because work was slow. And at the time I was doing photography and I wasn't booking tons of shoots anymore because I just didn't really feel safe doing it. So I was more selective. And I was like, this could not have come at a better time. Like I did the work. I went to therapy. I healed. I'm getting my own place. I'm ready to go. This is divine timing that a show like this exists because I've been cultivating my talents for so long to be ready for this moment. And of course, I thought like, oh, this moment would come years before this. But the timing was so divine because my skill was aligned with mm-hmm. my um, desire to be great, mm-hmm. which was aligned with my discipline, which was aligned with how I was treating myself and my body. And I was in shape and I was on top of things. I just was like, overall, the version of me right now is ready for this opportunity. The version of me five years ago was not. Yeah, I wanted it, but mm-hmm. I wasn't ready five years
0: ago. Also, you were a different type of hungry Man, I needed it. Yeah, I was like, how
1: am I going to (laughs) live? This is not good. I didn't go to college. I don't have much to fall back on. I need this. And when I got the audition, I put my foot in it because I needed it. Yeah. And so when I got it and I got the news in the
0: grocery store, I just dropped to my knees and cried. Wow. Yeah. When you auditioned, did you know it was yours? Yeah. Really? I knew
1: if this is about who's going to bring it the hardest, nobody wants this more than me. Yeah. Now, if you went and were like, oh, I'm going to book my friend or somebody who has more experience, then that's going to be that. Mm-hmm. But I knew with what I could do and the characters that I could offer and the range that I could give, I was like, this is mine. Yeah. If we play them fair, this is mine. Because yeah. I've I've worked towards this so much, and I've gotten so smooth with my delivery of my characters mm-hmm. that – I got to a place where it was effortless, Mm -hmm. you know? I mean, even now, like, I could go in and out of any voice, like, Mm -hmm. instantly. So, it was, I put in so much work that I was like, this has to be mine. This has to be mine.
0: I feel like for so many years, you were kind of dibbling and dabbling in different areas. Like, first you were singing. Yeah. And then I remember there was a point where you really wanted to be a host of some sort. Hosting red carpets and shit.
1: Um, That was weird.
0: (laughs) No, I mean, I learned a lot from it. But, like, you had a really weird vibe to you, sweetheart. Like, that was weird. There was a point where you considered doing reality. (laughs) Do you remember? At least, was it 12 or 13 different
1: Shows had reached out. It was some Reality. crazy number. Yeah, it was some. And you were always, you were always thinking about like, what is my story? Do like? you remember Love and Hip Hop reached out twice, and I was like, I don't think I'm a fit for this, <laughs> but thank you so much. <laughs>
0: there was a point. So, what? What about this opportunity? Was so divine. Were you you in a space where you just were like, I want to do this? I want to do comedy? I want to do sketch? Because, I mean, I have no idea what kind of auditions you get, but I imagine all day, every day, it isn't comedy.
1: Well, comedy and sketch are two different worlds, right? Because I was auditioning for a lot of comedy things, but I'd be
0: playing the same girl in every episode. So your team was, like, sending you out for comedy stuff. You were like, I'm a comedian. Yes. Before... Even really yes. being a comedian.
1: Yes. But as a comedian, I'd be a glammed up, probably pretty girl in, a, in the same wig every episode who just goes, wait, you guys, what did you say? <laughs> mm-hmm. Versus this opportunity said, oh, no, no, no. We need somebody who can transform at least 25 times. Mm-hmm. And for me, this is a skill that I've been working on since I was seven years old where I said, wait, 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 wait. I could book a comedy and be the same girl who talks the same way, probably without an accent. Mm -hmm. Or I could book a show where I can show you that I have the range of 25 people in one season. This is the dream for me. Some comedians are like, nah, I have my catchphrase. I have the way I deliver something. I roll my eyes a certain way, and that's what makes me funny. For me, what made me special was my range. But every other opportunity wouldn't grant me that. So this coming out the woodwork... And then also getting the opportunity to create my characters, mm. I was like, this is divine. Because on an SNL, I wouldn't have the chance to come in and design my characters head to toe. right? Like, this was divine, divine. Because now I'm mm-hmm. like, everything I got in my tank can be used? Yeah. This isn't... Most comedians who don't end up doing sketch never get the chance to do really wild characters. Mm. Or B, it takes a, a year... Uh, it takes a, a career of a decade to show... 30 different characters, mm-hmm. if you're lucky and working
0: all the time, I'm getting to show all that I can do in a season. And you're also getting the opportunity to grow what's in your tank. Right. Yeah.
1: And that's what happened when I finally got to to the third season that I recorded was I was like, oh, there's been characters created in me that I didn't even know about. Yeah. And so – I just think the timing was divine, not only because I needed it so bad financially, but because I was so ready to work my ass off that it was like God put a little gem in my lap and was like, you say you want it. What are you going to do with it? And life has not been the same since. I mean, since we started the podcast, I didn't have – I wasn't on TV now I have to re- reprogram my brain if somebody's staring at me to be like, oh they might like the show. Don't don't look mean. <laughs> yeah, like yeah. I have to I have to remember at the that one uh, premiere we went to. We were at a a premiere outdoors and I was about to walk the carpet and I had on nipple covers I think under a blazer mm-hmm. and I was like, "Oh my gosh, that girl right there, she just saw my nipple. That's why she's looking so weird at me." And Raina's like, "I don't think she did." I'm like, "Oh, damn, my blazer moved. She saw my nipple. I'm in my head about my nipple, right? Why, right? And then three minutes after I've already had a mental break, the girl's like, are you on a black lady schedule? I'm like, what? She's like, are you on? I'm like, oh, yes. The weird face she was making was just because she recognized me it was uncomfortable. In my head, I spiraled with this whole thing (laughs) that like my nipple was out. But I just, I wasn't used to being on TV and people feeling weird seeing me in real life. So... A lot of strange adjustments that came with it, but I can say it was divine because it then shifted my entire career off of one opportunity. Mm, Yeah. Yeah. What about you? Is there anything that you think of where you go, in that moment, the way it all happened, divine?
0: There's a few. I'll say when me and Mark first got together, Mm -hmm. that was extremely divine because I had no plans to be in a relationship whatsoever. Yeah. And I think that Had I rejected the opportunity, life would be much different now. And also, um, I feel like had I tried to even circle back, Mm -hmm. things would have been much different. Like, if I was like, you know what, I'm not ready for that. I'm only 21, you know, like, maybe let's try this again. You go date, I go date. Like, let's come back at 25 or whatever. I think that the experience would have been much different. I think that mm-hmm. those those years that we spent at the very beginning, beginning were so crucial to what we have now. Uh, I think when I first had Umi, that was extremely divine because it sat me down in a way that I had truly never sat down and it forced me to heal for something that was bigger than myself. Mm. And I think that once I had him, I, I let go of at least one notch of fear that I had before him. Hmm. I think that before him, I was willing to take risks, but I wasn't really willing to take huge risks. I think nowadays, like, I'm just like, hey, it is what it is. Like, you need me to study. You need me to pull up. You need me to, like, let's figure this out. I'll take the risk if I'm not so afraid because I'm not afraid to fail. Mm. Yeah. Uh, Divine, divine, divine. I think, honestly, like, that's the main The main thing, obviously, maybe like at the beginning of my career when I first released my book, that was divine because who would have... Well, one, it got me out of my situation. Two, it helps me build such a ridiculous, remarkable fan base support system to where a lot of people now will be like, I was in... Ninth grade when I first found you and now I just graduated high school or I just graduated college and people who have grown with me to the point where it doesn't matter what I do, they're going to show up. Yeah. Um, That was extremely divine. This podcast timing. The podcast timing was extremely divine right at the beginning of the pandemic.
1: Yeah. We started it before
0: the pandemic even hit. Yeah.
1: Yeah. But creating it in a time where people needed to feel seen and to feel like they were getting some type of reflection in even when the world was shut down. I feel like the timing that we recorded it and were able to give it to people as a gift was just – couldn't have been better.
0: Yeah, There will be moments where I'll be at the dog park randomly with Umi, with Mark, and – some kid will pull up and start playing with Umi and then all of a sudden we get into a 10-minute ten co- ten conversation and just so just so happens that this person is looking for the for a certain thing that I have to offer and it'll be divine because it's like, yo, if I can help you, I can help you. It is what it is. Even when I don't even think you're looking for help. Like, yeah. I we started this conversation based off our kids and I thought you had it all together and I wasn't assuming anything about you or of you, but it's interesting that, you know, moments where... I, n- I didn't go outside thinking or expecting I was going to meet someone, but yet I ended up meeting someone and I ended up helping them too. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Those are those are my main things. Uh, have you ever been frustrated with God's timing? God,
1: I don't mean to sound ungrateful, but right now, yeah,
0: really, you're yeah. frustrated.
1: I'm a little frustrated because. Just dating is miserable right now.
0: Okay. It's interesting that you're talking about dating because when you said yes, I thought you were going to talk about career.
1: No. I think I'm like, wait, I think we're in a great place. I think career could not be better.
0: Yeah, because you're like, I don't want to be Beyonce single and then I have to like meet these guys who know who I am. Yeah. I'm just
1: like, Uh, God, uh, send me somebody interesting who can hang with my intellect and my charm.
0: (laughs) And who will love me.
1: And who will love me for for pure reasons because although I'm in the industry, I think I couldn't be further from that being important to me. And so everybody that I meet, even when I meet actors who are like, I get you. Mm -hmm. I'm so grossed out by how they carry themselves (laughs) because – They don't know how to stop acting. Yes. So I'm so on earth. Like, I'm just more grounded than most of the people I know, despite what I do, to where I'm like, come on. Like, when do I just get a good one? I'm ready. I've done the work. Like, when people are like, you need to be by yourself and do the work. I'm like, I have... Mm-hmm. unlocked the self-work. I'm still a work in progress. I will always be, but damn! Yeah. when When is it no more games and bullshit even when I'm being authentic with people? But it's also, I work <laughs> a lot. When I have to work, of course, when I have free time, I have free time. And when mm-hmm. I have to work, I have to work. Yeah, I'm... Up and on the road at 3:45 in the morning yeah. and having 14, 15 hour days. So it's exhausting. And I'm like, when would I have a man during that? You know, yeah. when I come home at 7 p.m., we cuddle for an hour and then I'm up at 2:45 a.m. Yeah. Come on, like, let's be serious. But uh, <laughs> But I'm just like, send me just somebody decent yeah. in the in the in the process. But other than that, I mean, my life overall, I can't say that all my happiness depends on having a partner because it doesn't I Mm -hmm. my career I'm in a great position right now and I know there's a lot of people who have their boo and they're like but I'd do anything to get my dreams to come true so you can't have everything always I'm sure at Um, one point you were at at
0: that point where you were just like
1: god I need more I need a breakthrough yeah so I got everything that I asked for career wise and busy wise and uh, opportunity-wise. Mm-hmm. So now it's just finding some type of balance, but I I don't know. I mean, I'm just kind of like, eh, okay, yeah. I'm ready. But I also, I trust timing, and I trust that I'm getting what I need to be getting the moment I'm getting it. Um, however, it's just like, okay, mm-hmm. let's <laughs> let's bring in somebody who's not a piece of shit just for like at least two months. But also- like I said, that was a gnarly burp. Did you hear that? I'm sorry. No, I didn't. You didn't hear it? Oh, told on myself. But um, but it's also like, yeah, I, I work a lot. So when I really am realistic with myself of like, how much would I really be able to pour into someone? That, yeah. I can't say tons. I can't say tons. But, uh, I, you know, I trust God's timing. But... He could just send me a little something, something just to, you know, tickle me for a month. You know? (laughs) Mama likes to be tickled. Uh, But honestly, I think it's not just me. I look at a lot of the people that I know who are single and they're like, I am very frustrated right now. Uh, It's especially difficult the more I learn my worth because then I'm like, oh, I I know I deserve better than this. Knowing you deserve better than something is complicating everything. Because I'll look at the options I have and I'll meet new people Mm -hmm. all the time and be like,
0: I just know better. Mm-hmm. So For me, it was making everything easier, though. Like, I was like, okay, no, 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 yeah. no. It was easy for me to just like be like, nah, you just do not fit here. Sorry. You're Gotta not go. the one. No. You're not the one. Like, and I'm I, not going to force it at and all. And I can't force uh-uh. it. And I
1: keep learning my worth over and over and being like, ah. <sighs> It's gonna have to be a really special gentleman from the heavens above who comes into my life to love me. <laughs> That's all it's gonna say. <sighs> Girl. Yeah. Let it be divine, honey. Let it be divine. Mama's ready, I
0: think. I don't
1: know. Am I? Should... Yeah, you
0: never really know. I never until know. it happens.
1: Yeah. But I, I, I do know that I don't regret anything. I put in so much work on myself and my career and I got all the things that I said I wanted. And continue to get the things. So now it's just finding a balance to include a little fun in the in the
0: in the hustle and the bustle. Do you think that if you were to find someone right now that they that that could set you back? Or are you now in a position where you're like, I'm not allowing anything to set me back? I'm
1: kind of... Because the- what if
0: you like fall, fall, fall? <laughs> oh, shit.
1: <laughs> Slow down there, cowboy. Uh, I can't even imagine that. That's why I'm laughing because that's such a funny thought. Um, because I've just... every Almost every guy has <laughs> been deeper in than me. There was maybe two I liked more, but I knew they weren't shit, so I wasn't really that disappointed. Um I think I would be slightly distracted, but the way that my life is set up right now is I have, like, hustle times, hustle months, and then I just have free time. So it'd be really nice to just have somebody during my free time, but when I'm locked in, I'm locked in. (laughs) I I know they'd be like, I'm getting none of you, baby. (laughs) So yeah. it's it's tough. I don't know. I I really can't even imagine meeting somebody that I would really want a future with because mm-hmm. the pool right now has not been
0: wowing me. So I'd truly be shocked that I'd even yeah. see remotely into the future. Yeah. I feel like you have to enter the next phase of your life to meet the person that the next phase of your life requires. Yeah. No, I'm not sure cuz right now right you're now. yeah, right now, yeah, you're on your ship but you're also not Next phase, you.
1: No, I'm in a transitional period. Exactly. Yeah.
0: So you can't, it's, it's not good to meet people during transitional periods. No. It's not because it'll change a lot yeah. in that one year. And then there will be a disconnect. Yeah. And, and then it, it's
1: like, I feel like I have to share her versus coming into it knowing this mm-hmm. is who you have to share me yeah. with. Yeah. And then Exhausting. they might resent you for that. Right. Yeah. And I don't need somebody feeling like my success is frustrating to them.
0: That's the last thing I need. Yeah. Meet me successful.
1: <laughs> Please.
0: I feel like there's a lot. there's been a lot of moments where I was frustrated with God's timing. The first one that I think of at the top of my head was definitely when my parents split. Mm. I was like... but. God, like, what? What is going on? Hello? Is anyone thinking of me? Mm. I'm in the middle of this. Um, The next time was, I think my early 20s was a major... I had deep, deep depression Mm -hmm. because I felt that I was way greater than I was able to really get off. Mm -hmm. But I think now when I look back to that period, I think I was more so frustrated at myself because I wasn't open enough and I, I wasn't ready to share all of myself. So I think there was a lot of moments where I wrote and I made some of the best work of my life, and I was just wondering why am I not why am I not connecting or why am I not hitting the way this person is hitting. It was a lot of like comparison and questions for sure. To yeah. where I would get frustrated because I'm like, when is it going to happen for me? Versus now, I still don't necessarily think that whatever it is supposed to be has happened for me, but I think that I'm I'm. Um, in a slow, in a slow grind, I think. And I've accepted it. I've surrendered to it. I've accepted it and I've honored it. I'm fine with the slow grind. And it's like staying on the map for a yeah. long time is yeah. a blessing. Yeah. For you I don't to want to even, rush anywhere.
1: How, how many years ago was your first book?
0: 20. No, not 20 years ago. How many years ago? Oh, how many years ago? <laughs> I said, hold on. How old no, are was, you? No, I was 20. Um, so eight years ago. To even be on the scene eight years
1: later making more work and still having an audience engaged, there's some people who have uh, six months of people's attention with their work, and then it's like, I can't get them to look at a single thing. Like, you're still creating eight years later. The slow grind is paying off. Yeah, yeah. Can you imagine one great year and then it's just dead silent? I'm like, I'd rather a slow climb and know that I have longevity in my future Mm -hmm. than to explode in a year. Mm -hmm. And then people be like, I saw her way too much. I'm cool.
0: Mm -hmm. That's true. Yeah. I've, I've become extremely content with where I'm at, regardless of where I'm at. Cause I'm like, wherever I am right now, I'm supposed to be period. Yeah. Even if I'm not working, I'm supposed to be here. I'm supposed to be at the park. I'm supposed to be chilling, all that. Yeah. What does it mean to you to trust the process when you don't know what's at the end, You when you don't know what the end result is? For me, when I don't know what's
1: coming, I can't really focus on trusting the process as much as I just focus on being the best version of myself. I feel like by being the best version of myself, I bring what is meant for me.
0: Mm.
1: You know, it's like how they say, meet God halfway. mm mm-hmm. Like, work for the things that you want and then you will get them. Uh, But you can't just sit and pray for it and be like, I will get the dream life. Amen. (laughs) Like, no, it doesn't work like that. However, I can't really focus on trusting the process. Like I said, the way that I trust the process is just doing my part. Yeah. Because every time I put in the work, I get rewarded for it. So just day
0: by daying it and just doing the work. Do you believe that everything happens for a reason? Or do you think that sometimes things just happen? I feel like almost everything
1: happens for a reason. But I do think sometimes bad things happen to good people. Sometimes horrible traumatic things happen to good people for just no reason. I don't think everything's a karma. Like, or, oh, this was to teach you that you should have loved, you know, when you were in good health. Mm -hmm. Like, no, I think some just really brutal things happen where you just go, I don't know how to explain this. However, most things I'm able to find a reason, but there have been certain things in my life where I go, I, I don't know why this would have happened. I don't know why this would have happened to this person. I don't think that they needed to be taught that lesson. Mm-hmm. This is just something awful that happened to a great person. Wow. I cannot make sense for certain things. So. Yeah. I'm sure maybe there is a reason. Maybe I, I don't know. But when I've seen too many really dark, heavy things happen to great people, I'm like,
0: why? Why? Why is this like, right. why, why is this your life? Right.
1: Yeah. So, no, not, not always. I, when people
0: are like, everything happens for a reason, I'm like. <sighs> I feel like I'm an everything happens for a reason type of gal, but I, I don't push that narrative. Yeah, like with a death or something, it's like, eh. No. If, even if I feel that way, I'll try to find the truth in it myself, but I will never tell somebody everything happens for a reason.
1: Yeah, because it can be really dismissive yeah. or like, I mean, shit, it's, people have gone through traumatic things, losing toddlers or, you yeah. know, like uh, uh, burying a newborn. Like, oh, not everyone wants to know what
0: the reason was.
1: Right. Like also sometimes I just think like, OK, if you can't find a reason, just not speak on it. Maybe years later, they're like, we whatever. I don't know. I think there's certain situations. It's so hard to find a reason or an answer for why that happened for most things in my life. Yes. I go, Oh my gosh, I'm glad that happened. That happened for a reason because Mm -hmm. of a, B and C, but there have been some moments where I'm stumped where I'm like, I have no
0: answer as to why, (laughs) why, why would that happen to that person? That's awful. Have you ever met someone? And in that moment you felt this is divine. Mm
1: -hmm. You're supposed to be
0: in my life (laughs) Mm -hmm. (laughs) in the moment. Mm -hmm. Mm. Um,
1: There's a few. Let's see. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Friendship and romantically. Yeah. Yeah. I knew immediately like, wow, we were were supposed to meet. We're going to teach each other something. Yeah. I got to figure out what that is. Like, you and me, this was meant.
0: I feel it doesn't present itself to me until way later. And I go, ah, that was the purpose. Mm.
1: For me, I might not know the purpose, but I know, like, I got tingles all over me. We we met for a reason. Or this connection is so, I've been looking for somebody like you. I can feel when I've been looking for somebody like you. I don't mm. know what they're going to teach me, of course, yeah. but <laughs> I can, I've, I've gotten the goosies where I'm like, and nine times out of 10, that person was around for a long time or taught me a massive lesson.
0: Yeah. No, I can never feel it, but that's my, that's, <laughs> like, my, years that's my years last later. question, girl. That was your last question, Giuliana. Yeah. What are you over there jotting down and writing down? I was just writing
1: down different words. I don't know. I just my cursive has been really good all day, and so <laughs> I've just been finding excuses to write out words because it just looks like a note from the titanic i don't know it's gorgeous my writing has just been left-handed magic seriously shout out to all my lefties in the world you are as special as you think you are amen (laughs) and if you're a middle child and a lefty double bingo okay (laughs) uh but no i i mean divine timing the more and more i think about it it's like it just is exciting that there'll be so many more moments in the future that we don't see coming That's just a line where we go, this is why this happened like this. This is why this happened like that. There's also certain times that were divine in my life that I can't speak on or things that haven't been released yet or, you know, that I just Mm -hmm. can't tell the story yet. Uh, But there have been moments where I go, oh, my gosh, this is why it didn't work out the first time. I'm so excited. Yeah. You know, so that that makes me excited. But it isn't something I think about often. Like, oh, so divine. Like,
0: really? No. It's been a big theme for me this year, for sure. Really? Yeah. I feel when I lost my Auntie Sunday, that was one thing. And then I think exactly one year later when I lost my second aunt, Grace, and then not too long after, maybe six months after, my dad had like a mini heart attack. I think that was the moment that I can also recall in recent times where I was super frustrated With the timing, because I'm like, I'm going through all of this other shit and I'm having to grieve and to have grief over this and this and this and this and this. this, To where I've had to not, not necessarily convince myself like, oh, everything happens for a reason, but also to figure out what the lesson here is or what are you supposed to learn or what should you pay more attention to.
1: I like that. What should you... I like that. Yeah. What you should pay more attention to. Yeah. I like that. Yeah.
0: So I've been trying my best to live extremely intentional. I've been trying my best to live as good as I possibly can. I've been trying my best to show up for people even without them telling me, hey, I need someone to show up for me. Yeah. I've been trying... To pretty much do more of what I already feel like I've done for many years for others. But to just just know that at some point, somewhere down the road, it could even be within the next hour, God is going to surprise me and I'm going to be rewarded somehow.
1: For doing the right thing. For
0: doing the right thing. If I'm moving and I'm living this honest, div- not even divine, honest and intentional life, yeah. I think it only makes sense for for me to be blessed the way that, yeah, I'm being blessed. But also for like there to be those moments where God is like, hey, this is what I am. This is who I am. This is I'm going to give you, you know, what you deserve. And you you meet those moments when you feel like, ah, oh, everything aligned today. Mm-hmm. Everything, everything aligned felt good. today. Yeah, everything aligned today. Everything felt good. I didn't step outside and regret it. I didn't bump into any of the wrong people. It just is what it was, and I had a great day, and today was divine. I love that. Yeah. I I love that as the definition. Divine
1: timing, everything aligned today. Everything that I wanted to align or
0: didn't even know I wanted aligned perfectly yeah it'll align when it aligns and you can't rush the process whatsoever you got to just trust in it and sometimes you can get extremely frustrated while trying to trust that there is a reason for all of this Mm. and sometimes when you learn shit sometimes you meet yourself and you be like i wasn't who i thought i was oh i wasn't ready i wasn't ready i didn't want it bad enough or,
1: I wanted it too bad, but I wasn't ready yeah, that too <laughs> that was a lot of my life was I wanted it so bad, but I'm not ready. <laughs> not at all. I've not done the work i'm not no, not ready but uh it's it's interesting because it's it, a lot of divine timing to me is having good karma. You're good to others, you live a good life, and then you get these sweet little moments where you go, Ah, that was perfect, yeah, you know, yeah. I love that. I want more divine timing for sure in twenty twenty three, I'll tell you that much. (laughs) Manifesting (laughs) Uh, it. I want more moments where I go,
0: Oh, what a chef's little kiss, you know? Yeah. Oh,
1: you gotta be grateful.
0: You gotta be grateful. I think that's that's one of the major things lessons I've learned dealing with divine time you can't just be like oh that's divine and move on with your life and move on with your day you gotta really acknowledge it and be like yo I'm grateful for this soak up that fucking moment yeah and enjoy shit while it's sweet yeah cause life is up and down (laughs) yep you're I'm out of here, Mama. Are we out of here? I'm out of here. We're done. We for working the day. hard, girlie. We are working hard. I'm done for the day. I'm going home.
1: I'm mama my face in off and Mama clocking out. Okay. I'm wearing my big old sweats, an oversized shirt, and a beanie. I didn't put any effort today. And <laughs> guess what? They can't see me. Uh, this is always a blast, though. I think it's so great to have these conversations and just think about things. Sometimes we don't think about. For me, like I said, divine timing. It's not something I think about often. We have those little moments where the breeze is hitting and the sunset's gorgeous and we'll say it, but mm-hmm. it's not something I think about often, so
0: I always love reflecting on things like this. Uh, Sometimes everything just falls together the way it's supposed to. Okay. It is what it is. Meet God
1: halfway, baby. <laughs> I'm Skye. And I'm Raina. Another episode of Unpack and Bounce Back. Woo! We about to get some rest. Yeah. We hope y'all are enjoying this season. We're yeah. enjoying making it for you. Thank you always for listening. See you guys next time.
0: And if you enjoy this, please share this. Yeah. Any episode. If there is a moment where like you'd be like, oh, I think so-and-so would actually enjoy this conversation. Just Send forward it. To them. it. Yeah. Forward it to your friend. Yeah.
1: Please. Yeah. Tell Bye. them listen. That's it. that's all we have to say. Bye. Bye-bye.